0: hello and welcome to another episode of talk it out i'm your host brandon Sands, the opinions editor here at the university star and this week we are talking about free tuition and with me i have columnists jessica king and nathan steinley so nathan let's start off with you give us your general opinion on free tuition oh boy well it's a pleasure to be here
1: tonight thank you
0: um
1: i feel like there are just incredibly to everybody there, there are incredible flaws with our with our uh, higher education system currently. Um, I think most of us can agree that there are flaws. Maybe we don't agree exactly what the flaws are. Maybe we don't agree with exactly what are causing the flaws, right? Um, but I think we can all agree safely that something is wrong when two thirds of uh, American students, Um, go to college and come out with, on average, $26,000 in debt. Um, Mm -hmm. Something seriously wrong with that. Um, I guess, more quickly, my take on it is it really comes down to how we view the value of an education in our society. Um, Is it something that's a privilege or is it a right? I think for a very long time in this country, we've been viewing it as a privilege, just like how it's a privilege to own a car. Like You can only have a car, really, if you have the means by which... To purchase one and maintain one, you know, have money to pay for gas to actually use the car, um, that's considered a privilege um, in the most basic sense of the word, as far as I'm aware. And that's pretty much how education is in this country: is you can only get an education if you have the privilege to do so. Um, mm-hmm. And considering education is the best tool we know to help people move along this, you know, economic ladder. Um, I think it's really just on principle. Um, just, it's messed up that, um, by the nature of the system we've created, lower economic, l- lower income people are disenfranchised from the one, you know, the best tool that we have to get
0: them up the ladder. Yeah. All right. So Jessica, why don't you give the people at home your general take on free tuition?
2: Hello, everyone. Um, so how I feel is. I think that before we should even begin to consider free tuition, we really need to work on reforming education as a whole. Right now, I mean, teachers with tenure, it's a lot of the times they begin to decline, and because of tenure, you just can't, you can't get rid of them. You can't. There's nothing you can do. Um, a lot of the times, people argue that you know, well, we have free education in other countries, so why can't we have it here? Well, the difference is, is a lot of those times, those countries are not doing as well as we think, and they have a much higher quality of education. So we can't expect that we, as a whole, are going to do just as good as them. And not only that, we can't afford it, like not even a little bit. We, between okay. debt and all our welfare programs uh, that we have going on, we just we can't. There's there's no money for it. So hmm.
0: And so it's kind of going off of that, why do you think that um, so are you essentially saying that free tuition can be in the future, but just right now, focus more on the quality of education?
2: Yeah, I mean, generally speaking, I'm not I'm not big on just giving anybody anything for free, especially since most people don't appreciate things for free. Think about the last time your parents bought you a car. And You really appreciated it. I've gone through three, and I'm just now on my third one, and I finally appreciated it. It's just, and it was all handed to me. But my education, I worked my butt off for it, and I appreciate it. And it's one of those things, too, that if we're going to have free tuition, we really need to have rules. There needs to be a GPA standard. So if you go between below a 2.0, sorry tough luck we're not paying for you because this is taxpayer dollars and people fail to understand is you're going to pay a lot more taxes now if we were to have free education anything welfare higher taxes let's make sure you understand this so you know there needs to be a GPA requirement but in addition to that there needs to be a certain amount of chances that you can have so if you go below a GPA uh, 2.0 let's say three times well tough luck you have to figure it out on your own from that point on It just too many people come to college just to party and not to get a higher education, so.
0: Mm-hmm. Kind of going off of that, just to clarify for the people at home, Nate, in his opening statement, said that education should be seen more as a right as opposed to a privilege. So where do you stand on that question?
2: I'm kind of in between because, yes, it is a privilege to some degree. In history, it was always a privilege. Yes, considerably, it was the rich who would go to, you know, college and all of that, but even still, you can't just think everything in this world is right. People think, well I deserve to have, you know, money from the government. The government should pay for me. I should get health care. And the reality of it is it sinks a lot of economies. You know, look at Spain and Switzerland. A lot of places are not doing that great.
1: Can I interject? Yes, of course. Um, I think we were confusing two words that begin with the letter E. I said education, not everything. Right? I don't think everything is a right. Certainly, um, but I think when we live in a democracy, we like we like to think we do. We live in a dogma, democracy. Yeah, we we convince ourselves of that every morning, most of us. Um, I think it's very hard to have mm-hmm. a democracy where um, most of your population has a system working against them to get an education. Okay, because that makes it very hard to have an informed populace, okay? Um, But I I really wanna challenge the point you raised that it's too expensive, that we can't afford it. Um, Bernie Sanders' plan on his own website uh, said that it's about a $75 billion annual plan um, 75 billion dollar.
2: 75 billion is a annually. lot of money. Right. Yeah, we have a debt in the trillions. Mm-hmm. We really need to be focusing on shrinking that, and, th- and one other thing too, and I don't mean to interrupt you, I really don't. No, please go ahead. One of the, and I, there's a quote I wrote recently in a column about Bernie Sanders that he says that we need to compete against foreign you know, students who might come here to get our jobs. He made a little comment about that, and he is right. He does. Unfortunately though, and even right now, when everybody has a degree and it's all kind of a similar degree, like we all, I have a bachelor's. So does everybody else that I know that might go for this one job. So it becomes more about your interview in the end. I mean, you're right, we do need to have it, but before we can begin to even focus on that, we, we really need to make a better education and maybe do a tuition cap. You know, there is a lot of grants, including Pell grants, to help people. I've from the GI Bill, so okay. But I think I think
1: we're running into a situation to where clearly the things we're doing aren't enough for the demand we have, especially especially on the idea that America has a shortage of skilled workers, of skilled laborers for what they I guess formally call skilled jobs. Um, things that you have to go get some kind of professional training to be able to do reliably. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I totally feel you when you say we have to focus on quality, Like that's always on, my, on the back burner in my mind. But I think there is this overwhelming uh, reality here that's weighing down on us. So riddle me this, um, do you know the about give or take the total amount of debt accrued by all students in America thus far? I do not. It's about $1.3 trillion. So that is over 10 times what Bernie Sanders proposes to spend every year to try and fix this problem. So to say the money isn't out there, the money's there. Because as you said, most of that money anyway is coming through federal government grants and loans. Mm-hmm. So the money's there. The, the idea that we can't pay for something like this, I'm sorry, is absurd.
2: And exactly how do you feel $75 billion is going to cover everything, considering we're right now with debts of trillions? I mean, think about it. I'm sorry, that's, had- a,
1: that's non sequitur. Okay. Talking about paying
0: for people's education, paying the schools but with seventy-five billion still, dollars. But even
2: still, there's a that's a lot of extra money coming from the taxpayers.
0: Okay, try, kind of getting back on track here. Um, kind of going to what Jessica said, <coughs> Nate. For you, what what differentiates free tuition from what Jessica outlined in her column, like a more affordable uh, higher education system? Which one do you think is more appropriate?
1: When, when you say more affordable education system, um to me, as a, you know, I, I'll just go back to my opening point, I think that misses the point. Um, it shouldn't be a matter of whether or not you can afford an education. It shouldn't matter whether or not your parents make $100,000 a year or $10,000 a year. It shouldn't matter you know, how academically uh, goal-oriented are you, how hard are you willing to work. And the fact of the matter is people who are born in different, different uh, socioeconomic regimes, you know, although they're born with different opportunities, clearly, they're not necessarily born with different abilities. I think, um, if anything, we really owe it to a very large portion of this country who live and uh, who experience low economic um, and, uh, conditions that we owe them to level the playing field on this, on this part of the game.
2: I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you understand by definition what the pursuit of happiness means?
1: I've never actually heard it defined. Maybe you could do it for me.
2: Sure. When people talk about a pursuit of happiness, it's about building things yourself. You came from where you are and you built yourself up.
1: Did you build your own house?
2: No, my grandfather did.
1: That's very that's very good. I mean, <laughs> that's very impressive, I have to say.
2: Well, but, but, so, you know, but let me explain. But there's also
1: industries by which to provide those services, right? Of course.
2: And his last house, that's how it was done.
1: So mm-hmm. would you submit that the idea of pursuit of happiness is incredibly individualistic? And that's the point of the phrase in the first place.
2: True. But when you have something given to you, you don't appreciate it.
1: Can I ask you a question? Sure. Answer your question or the question. Sure. Do you, did you appreciate your K-12 through schooling?
2: no not really
1: that's a shame i, I really did but I most people don't
2: it. most people look at the how high the dropout rate is right now most people actually that hate comes down, going to maybe that comes school.
1: down to the quality aspect of it of
2: course that's part of it i mean right. the thing about right now is college right now only meets the needs at a four out of ten students the quality is crap i think there needs to be a happy medium it needs to be affordable and it needs to have a better quality
1: so so i mean i'm really curious what do you mean when you say more affordable like, for who?
2: For everyone. Put
1: well, wait, ca- what, what do you mean? Put a
2: cap on tuition. There's no reason. But you then know, how again, are, my friend well, is going to go to the, well, then how are the
1: schools going to pay their bills?
2: School, you know, a lot of that. Mm, school gives you a lot of extra stuff, sweetheart. You know, it's like $900 for the gym. And we have what? How many thousands of students in this school? Yeah.
1: Like 35000 yeah. yeah.
2: Okay, so $900 a kid. That's what right. about $35,000. I don't think they need that much money for just a gym. No, that's And fair. I don't even that's use the completely gym.
1: completely fair. But, but and the bus route's You're like, dodging the, the, the question. How would they pay their bills nonetheless?
2: The school makes a... My, my point was, the school makes a surplus. I mean...
1: That's not true. Most schools actually are in debts.
2: Colleges aren't that I know of. I know public schools have a lot of issues, but... Like, okay, for instance, Oberlin. My friend, my friend almost <laughs> went to Oberlin. It was $50,000 a semester. Ooh. 50000 hmm. what do they need $50,000 like, a semester? It shouldn't exactly. be like that, right? And it should just be That's free, what I'm right? trying to tell you. Yeah. Well, is,
0: Oberlin, to be fair, is a private institution.
2: She went in as a, a scholarship for, I think it was, I, I thought it was more of a liberal arts school, but she got a, a scholarship for a medical degree, so. Um, but she ended up turning into dance. But even still, there, there needs to be a cap on universities. Like, there's no reason... It needs to be like A and M has a high tuition rate here. I think I paid uh, roughly between about three thousand dollars a semester, which mm-hmm. I, I think is kind of affordable. I mean, for me it is. And you, I but
0: right. to kind of go off of that, when you say a cap on tuition, do you mean a cap as to where it stands now? Because Nate pointed out in his column how tuition is consistently being raised, skyrocketing yeah, faster than inflation on the dollar.
2: I'm not surprised. I mean,
0: so do you think that? It should be capped at where it is now or anything or that should have been capped a long time ago it should have been
2: capped a long time oh, ago. so wait,
0: are, you, are you proposing that we
1: cap it without addressing the issues that are causing it to skyrocket in the first place well
2: why don't you tell me what the issues are then
1: it's really complex mm-hmm. and there's lots of causal factors as I to why tuition is skyrocketing so i cannot provide them all in detail in the time i'm gonna well, give me a few currently. examples sure i think a major um reason why tuition is skyrocketing. It's kind of what you're talking about. I think we kind of agree here is uh, how inefficient the schools are in spending the money they already have. <laughs> and it's something that really angers me in particular. Um, like a for instance, you brought it up. Um, I would never bring up a and in conversation, but you brought it up. They, an, an example of a school, I'm pretty sure that pays their head football coach more than their president, now, that right there is an issue in priority, mm-hmm. I think. Nonetheless, an issue in how do we spend our money, right? Yes. Do we value football more or do we value the education the that the kids are receiving more?
2: The schools really don't uh, use their money well at all. Yeah. I mean, I think we can really agree with that.
1: It's a big problem I have with Bernie Sanders' plan, though, is that he doesn't have any kind of mechanism. To incentivize schools to clean up their budgets, because mm-hmm. I don't want my. You know, I I feel really uncomfortable with taxpayer dollars going to the pockets of head football coaches. And
2: look how much we're paying just our student council president. <laughs> I mean, do we really need to pay them that? Wait, that much? guy makes
1: money. I mean, so that person makes money.
0: Yeah, uh, they get a stipend.
2: Yeah. God. Like, but there's a lot of money going places it doesn't need to um, go. Like, that's straight up.
1: Okay, but I think maybe we. Okay, can you can you agree with me on? <laughs> Hands off the table. can you agree with me that student debt is a problem?
2: Of course, I know that's a problem. Okay. I definitely agree with you on that. Student there's and student debt, oh my goodness, it really I know a lot of people that you know they got this. I think one one of my friends went through eight years of school. And she got a job that's nowhere near good enough to pay those loans right. off. Mm-hmm. Like she's gonna have those stuff for the rest of her life. Right. I agree with you. I but in my opinion, it shouldn't be free. It should be affordable.
0: Okay. So before we dive off into another tangent, <laughs> <laughs> final last words. We'll start with you, Nate. What it oh, last words? This goes quick. <laughs> um,
1: I, th- I think I-, I totally hear your point, Jessica. I do. I think um, I think it's noble and respectable, but I think it misses the big picture that it's really an obsolete way of thinking about education as something that you have to pay for out of pocket. Just as it's becoming obsolete in this, what we call modern world, to think that you have to pay for health insurance out of pocket. Um, you know minds are beginning to change economies are beginning to change you know we, if, we, if we're going to hold on to our old systems as our world changes around us those systems are going to crumble beneath our feet so we have to have to include new ways of thinking and in terms of education we are decades behind uh, the rest of the um, I guess what we were Other democracies in the world. Oh, absolutely. Our current system, actually, we got from Germany in the 19th century to begin with, and so I mean we're following them anyway. You know, if you have a problem with being like the other countries in Europe, we already are like them. Look it's called kindergarten because we (laughs) got it from Germany. But I think I think you know to finish. I think the really the, the takeaway for me on this conversation is that it's really an attitude change into how we see the value of an education in our society, and if it depends on how much your parents make then you are, you are systematically stratifying people's ability to, uh, people's economic mobility, uh, their, their ability to move up and down the economic ladder um, on a systematic level, which is something I think we're all trying to get rid of is systematic bias.
2: To be on- my final words is basically, to be honest, the way society's mindset is, I just don't think this is, the time you have to if you're going to implement things and change basically the way things are run you have to have people actually have their head in the game we don't socialism really doesn't work when the government pays for stuff that's you're starting to head in that way he bernie sanders even calls himself a socialist
1: a social democrat So
2: basically difference it's the same crap sure maybe to you oh good lord maybe to you <sighs> I already lost. I forgot everything I was going to say now. Mm. I got mad. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, I'm trying to think about what you just said a minute ago.
0: You were talking about socialism, how that leads to A
2: lot of sco- a lot of other countries that pay for, for like, have free tuition, can barely afford it. That's all I'm going to say on that aspect. The way I think about it is before we can even try to do free tuition, we need to work on quality. It's quality over quantity, bar none, sorry. Because even if you gave everybody free schooling, they're still not gonna be prepared at the end of the day to go do this job, but they weren't even satisfied with their schooling in the first place. Like I said, only four out of 10 students are actually satisfied with their schooling. So we can give everybody free tuition, but it may not meet their learning styles and they may not be satisfied. So we'll be setting them up to fail anyway. So before we worry about quantity, let's worry about the quality.
0: Well, that was quite the lively discussion between Nate and Jessica here. If you have any comments, tweet us at University Star using the hashtag TIO. Or you can leave a comment on our webpage, universitystar.com, under our, our talk it outs. I'm your host, Brandon Sams, signing out.